that transition. How cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash ice cream plus. My name is Graham D. And I'm joined by a man remotely for the first time in the brand new ICU studio. I'll read Bib. Good. After morning, way, way after morning, Graham. Like, really? I know I'm not quite central yet, so it's something that I might sort out while we're going through the first spiel. <laughs> like, I feel like this this should be central. I mean, if I do this... Oh, there you go. Oh. Sense. See that? Lovely, lovely. you love to see it. Lined up. There we go. Elgato Wave 3 mic, Elgato face cam, the ICU logo uh, laptop in front. Nice, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yes, I'm good, Graham. What about yourself? I'm not too bad, mate. I'm not too bad. Oh, oh, he hits that transition again. Oosh. Yeah. So for those that were on the stream last night, uh, for those that are listening to this, by the way, you may hear like weird, wonderful audio bits. That is, we are, we are not quite there yet, but we are almost tinkering with the uh, the new um, ICU transition. So basically, we have the Ice Cream Uploads logo, which obviously looks like this, the neon behind me, if you can see it, which was always made up as a 2D logo, which is fine. I was talking about last night. Um, the, the, the issue, though, is 2D logo, you can't really do... 3D things with it. So we've been um, slowly getting in our spare time. So we have a design department at Jelly, obviously, who makes all our stuff look cool. Um, and uh, I, we've asked them to put together some some 3D-ish stuff, which is coming together now. So that's what that, that, that sexy transition is. Anyway, we've got a couple of different versions, so we're not quite 100% set on it, but you get the idea. So yeah, nice new transitions. Yeah. Um, uh, middle screen seems crooked. No, it's Bibby that's crooked. Bibby's crooked. Uh, uh, <laughs> camera in it yet. Like, do you yeah. know, it's Nietzsche uh, sent a picture over. So we haven't fully, uh, sort of, you can see it. Like just above me, you look at the size of the gap on that edge of that screen versus the size of the gap on that screen that's over in that corner. The camera is not quite right. But yeah, it, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it cushed there. Oh, but today... It's not the day. Yeah, anyway, welcome into the stream. Be a fridge. Enjoy your gifted sub from Nietzsche. Good to see you in the stream. Thank you very much for dropping in. Uh, Lotus was in nice and early with your nan. Uh, not with your nan, but with, with well, you know, I never know. I'm not saying, no, I mean, your, your nan might. Do you know what? Never mind. Uh, JMK is also in the chat. He, uh, we got the Drigermeister. Nietzsche dropping down the... Uh, Alligator so angry because they got all the teeth and no toothbrush. As we were in the counter, I think that was as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and Tazbad's here. Yeah. Anyone else? If I've missed anyone, I apologise. I apologise. So, uh, yeah, do feel free to uh, get involved over the next hour or so. If you don't know who we are, if you don't know what we're doing, well, my name is Graham. This, oh, this guy over there, sat in the beautiful studio, is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves. We will be bringing you your your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond over the next hour or so. And then we will give you our thoughts and impressions on that news. But it's not just about our thoughts and impressions. We'll bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories, plus our thoughts and impressions. But we then want to hear your thoughts and impressions. And then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you're in the stream, please do feel free to get involved. We do go live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads each and every single week. Then a m ish massive ish the time is is well it's 2.33 <laughs> in the afternoon it's not quite 10am but it's definitely a big old ish I mean, there's, a, <laughs> there's a reason our ish emote is no longer a static emote 
but it's animated with lots of eyes at the beginning because it's not ish, but it's ish. Ish. Ah. So, yeah. True to form, we've gone live at 10 a.m. ish. Uh, but if you are with us in the stream, please do feel free to get involved because it's not just a live stream. The live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, and Spotify, and SoundCloud, and Google Play. There is lots of places where people watch and listen to this show. Over 130,000 people have watched, listened, or downloaded this podcast on demand. So please do feel free to get involved on behalf of all of those beautiful people that may be just chilling out, watching, sat in the car, maybe in the bath, you know, who, who knows? Whoever you are, if you are one of those people and we're speaking to you right now, welcome in. Hey, you're beautiful. We love you. Hey, hello. Yes, you're right. Before we jump into the show, let me give you a couple of reminders. First up, exclamation mark, loot drop. Shout out to Lumps, who did join the Discord yesterday and has responded today. So Lumps uh, is the winner of the April loot drop. Uh, did you get a DM from Lumps at all? Did Lumps say what prize he was taking? Is he going for the hat? Is he going for a game of his choice? Do we know yet? No, we don't. Nope. So he... yeah, we'll, we'll confirm soon. We'll confirm. Nice. So he has claimed a prize. We don't know which. Uh, so if you don't know what the loot drop is, exclamation mark loot drop will give you the details. We give away one prize to one subscriber every month just for being a sub. That includes tier one, two, three prime subs. As long as you're a sub on the first Monday of the month, you will be included in the next draw. Next month will be on the 2nd of April. So Beer Fritch, who's just been gifted a sub from Nietzsche, will be included in that draw. So do you know what? Pro tip, just hang around in the stream for a bit. If you get gifted, <laughs> then you might even get yourself a prize the next month. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so, yeah, uh, next month's prize is still TBC. Uh, we'll probably put an ICU hat and maybe another option in there as well. Just, you know, you mm -hmm. give, give people the opportunity to get involved with the merchant stuff. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Before we jump any further as well, I want to remind you that exclamation mark, insert coin. We do work with insert coin. We get, we get not only our merch, but some of the best merch from the world of video games uh, as well on this channel. And that is from Insert Coin, exclamation mark, Insert Coin. If you want to save yourself 20% off purchases, you don't have to do that to support the channel. We aren't paid through any sort of like affiliate kickback stuff through Insert Coin. So don't feel like you have to buy anything to support us. Buy it because it's sexy stuff and you want to buy it for yourself. And if you do, you can save 20% off. But like I say, we don't earn from that. So don't feel free. Uh, don't feel like you have to do anything on that. Um... Also, shout out to InsectCon, who are at WASD, which is an actual games industry event that's happening in the UK today. Yay! Can you believe it? I know. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? Um, do you know what? An embargo has lifted since we last streamed as well, so we can talk that we've actually been at an event this week, Bib. Yeah, yes, we have, Graham. I know, Yay. it's super, super top secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, um, obviously, you will have seen me and Bibby bantering um, either in stream or in the Discord or whatever, saying that we've um, had super secret stuff to do, but only really showed you the fact that we'd eaten burgers and stuff like that. But, yeah, we were yeah. at, we, I said we were at, we ran a capture event earlier on this week. So, yeah, it's nice to uh, be able to say why there was no stream on Monday and Tuesday. It's because we were in Windsor doing a, a games industry press and media event but we're back for you guys we now. are so we it's are good. Yeah, 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 yeah. speaking of being back i was on back in the uh, battlegrounds last night some excellent games last night playing with the triggermeister uh playing with nietzsche i do feel like i'm missing someone or was it just us three i don't know uh, i don't know i went to bed about half past nine i had you on in the front room and you had number of the you know the number one ICU super fan in Bibby Junior. He was he was loving it for all, for he was like he was absolutely loving it. 
until he wasn't. And then he lets you know pretty sharpish that he's not enjoying it anymore. Um, but yeah, it, uh, getting to watch you for like three hours in the front room whilst I was doing other things like cooking and that. It's, it's been a while since I've been able to do that. Um, but yeah, it was. It, it looked like a good stream. Started it off with a uh, white lies. Yeah. That was nice. in their that front nice. rooms. Well, Bibby does, clearly. Uh... No. Uh, if I shown you the layout of my house, Matt, you'd you'd walk through the porch, you'd have the big TV, not quite as big as this, but... Just, just to confirm, is this on the east or the west wing that we're talking about, the entrance? We're, talk, we're, talking, about, we're talking about the west wing, right? Oh, okay, we're talking yeah. about the west wing. Oh, the, the big uh, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know. yeah. <laughs> so we have the big TV in the front room, and then in the kitchen, we have a smaller TV that's on the wall as well. So when I'm on the little island thing and I'm chopping up and I'm doing whatever I need to do, got the TV there as well. So that's quite nice. It's quite nice having the ability to be able to do all that shit obviously I mean this is the thing with the west wing people don't realise like like Bibby's west wing of his house obviously he lives in a in a multi-winged multi-faceted multi-storied manor house with many many lives. obviously um, like it, because it, the acoustics that, that he's invested a lot to to spread it around people people think that like it's it's not actually as big as it is like when he was doing a golf stream people were like is that a washing machine i can hear in your <laughs> living room no it's it's just because of the acoustic from the west wing of bibby man uh, that so. was interesting wasn't it you got to speak up mate we can't hear because of the washing machine all right no worries <laughs> that was interesting <laughs> It's like Matt, it was Toby, wasn't it? That sent over like a thousand people to watch me string a fucking golf club in the front room. That was interesting. Oh, what was it? Fee golf? Is that what it was called? Yeah, it was fee golf. Yeah, yeah. It drained my battery like nobody's business. Like, like 45 minutes we got out of that before my battery was dying. Yeah, imagine that. You're just thinking, do you know what? I could play a golf game. Instead, I'm going to play what was basically a mobile version of a golf, a golf game. <laughs> and you can swing a stick around to mimic actually swinging real life stuff. Nice. Uh, and it, then It was during lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't actually go out and play golf, so I had to do that instead. So all of that combined, and then having a thousand people strong raid drop on your midstream, like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I was just, it was so warm as well, because it was like the height of summer. It was boiling out in that house, and then... Literally wearing all my golf clubber as well. Like it, well, I wasn't half assing it. It was the full kit and caboodle. I was sweating my back out. To be fair, just jump into the uh, the the bib screen here. You actually look like you could be kitted out for golf with what you got on at the moment. You this know? is my golf top. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this, but this is my golf top. Um, but it's it's like a fleece one because it was pissing it down this morning in Manchester. Like it was horrendous. So I put my little fleecy golf top on. Um, and it's, isn't it? You know how cold this room is as well. So it's serving a great purpose at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, speaking about serving great purposes, that's what we are here for. That's not a bad transition. I'll take that one. Uh, we are here to talk about video games industry news for you guys. If you are in the stream, please do feel free to grab yourself a drink and some snacks or whatever, as we will jump through the, the, the stories today. And do you know what? I can tell you what they are. We will kick things off talking about Halo. As Halo Infinite Data Miner finds new evidence of an upcoming Battle Royale mode. So if you're a BR fan and you're a Halo fan, well, life could be getting exciting. Uh, as last <laughs> Spartan standing certainly sounds like a Battle Royale mode. If not, that is possibly the coolest name for a Battle Royale that exists out there. Last Spartan standing. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, so we'll kick things off with that. Then, uh, do you know what? Because, you know, we've just been speaking openly, nicely about Xbox stuff, uh, and Tito is in the chat. We know he gets a little bit too excited, you know, being an Xbox super fan. So we have to bring it back and just point out that Sony's Bungie acquisition saw more Twitter discussion than Microsoft's Activision Blizzard deal. So all I'm saying is Microsoft might have spent more money, but Sony, mm-hmm. you know, just gets the people talking. It's provocative. <laughs> gets the people going. Okay, okay, fine. We're not really uh, console war uh, starters here. We just like to know product people. Anyway, um, so that will be the second story. We'll then jump into, we'll talk about Ubisoft potentially having new shooters yesterday. Well, do you know what? Might not have been this, but it's a, it's another story that kind of continues with that. Sean Murray at the game has a story that says, new Ghost Recon reportedly in development as Ubisoft pulls the plug on Breakpoint. So we were talking about a game that could potentially replace... What was it called? Hyperscrap, uh, Hyperscape. Uh, yesterday, we're now Hyper talking crap. Hypercrap. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now talking about a game that could be replace, uh, replacing Ghost Recon Breakpoint. We'll then talk about the fact that Max Payne One and Two is being remade for current gen uh, gen systems. And sad news, as another video games industry retailer in the UK appears to have gone out of business. Uh, we will go through those stories, but first, Bib, would you like mm-hmm. to be the last Spartan standing? Graham, when I pick up the controller and I play Halo, I am always the last Spartan standing. Pow, pow, pow. Nice. Uh, oh, actually, let me jump back through the comments first. This is uh, see, that's what I get for lurking and making a smart ass comment. A damn gifted sub. I'm sorry, beer fridge. You will have to grin and bear the ad free viewing and the hands down best emotes on Twitch for a, uh, for a month. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You'll just have to put up with it. I'm sorry. We've got some. We've got some updates to, the, the, to those coming soon as well, haven't we? Or have they already been put in? We do. We do. We have. So we have a few emotes that that are not ready yet. Uh, well, I think they are, but I don't think we've had them sent over because, to be fair, the design we're working on, the sexy transition and stuff like that. But do you know what? We yeah, might yeah. even get them in. I'll see if I can get them plugged in today because Tom is in today, right? He is. Yeah. Okay. He well, is. Designer just had a had a meeting in the next room. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll ask him to fire those over so we can add new emotes in. Yeah. Uh, today nice um, lovely bit of Murado mechanics done too oh forgot about that did anyone clip the Murado mechanics bit from yesterday if they didn't well I'm, I'm going to go back in and jump in that um, if you, if you <laughs> no, I did post an of yesterday though <laughs> a clip that made me piss where you and Beans are firing off the mortars and you stood in front of it <laughs> yeah like science Boom. yeah for science <laughs> bang <laughs> 200 meters <laughs> yep it works uh on the island how big is your house no but Bi- Bi- doesn't have a an island specifically for his house that would be silly no he, he at least has a garage on there as well i mean <laughs> it's, it's not wasteful good <laughs> hashtag mansion uh windsor uh wonder what the game was then uh it, it, it was, it was e-football, Tito. <laughs> it, it, it was, I thought, uh, okay. Yeah, we, we're at the uh, e-football thing. Just, do, just didn't want to name names, but yeah, if you want, it's fine. Uh, uh, sounds like fun. All bot interactions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and all the emotes in the world. Nice. Uh, but for now, though, let me jump into the first news article today. This is written by Joshua Robertson at The Gamer. It says, Halo Infinite Data Miner finds new evidence of an upcoming uh, Battle Royale mode. Last Spartan Standing certainly sounds like a Battle Royale mode. So this is the article. Uh, jumping into the body it says it's safe to say that Halo Infinite players are becoming increasingly frustrated over the game's lack of new updates and modes stop for a second as you can tell because Timeless 
Timeless, if, if Timeless isn't streaming Halo and Timeless is a big Halo guy, then then you're doing something wrong. So give us the content. Anyway, that could be about to change. Campaign, uh, Co-op and Forge are both being continuously pushed back and the game's community director, Brian Jarrod, has been doing his best to try and ease the concerns of worried and irritated fans. Halo Infinite is at a stage where it needs to do something drastic to keep players happy and to drag back those who have already left. Uh, a Battle Royale mode could be one such thing to do this and some new evidence uncovered by a Halo Infinite data miner suggests a Battle Royale mode could be coming soon. First found by the Halo Infinite leaks and news Twitter account, thanks Games Radar, a new game mode titled Last Spartan Standing was discovered alongside a short description of the mode. Quotes, Every Spartan for themselves. Level up your loadout by earning personal score to be the last Spartan standing, reads the description. It's pretty clear that this refers to an upcoming Battle Royale mode that 343 Industries has cooking, although the, quote, personal score, uh, end quote, mentioned, sounds like it could have some kind of twist to set it apart from more standard, ba uh, standard Battle Royale titles like Apex Legends or Call of Duty Warzone. If it's enough to reinvigorate, the game's declining player base is yet to be seen. Um, I'll leave the uh, rest of the news because it's start, uh, starting to talk about Halo TV series and stuff. We don't need mm -hmm. to go off tangent. There's plenty to talk about just there. Halo. Bib. Halo. Yes. Halo. Hello. Um, <laughs> see, I'm going to stop going a little bit of tangent. Uh, I saw an, a tweet that keeps coming around and it keeps getting shared like every other couple of weeks and it's like, hello is, is, is now the new stop because stop used to be, you were either stop collaborate and listen because I yeah. is back with a brand new invention or oh, you will stop hammer time whereas whereas uh uh now hello is is like uh hello uh <laughs> which is either um what was it i've, I've completely forgotten the art is it Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, there we go. Or, if you were not as old as us, then Adele. So there you go. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, complete tangent from that. Halo, not hello. Yes. Um, great game. Free game. Yes. Lots of people mm -hmm. jumped in, played it. Exceptional, just didn't have much content. Didn't have a lot more going for it. So lots of people jumped out. And within a month or two, Halo, the biggest release anticipated for the Xbox Series X, had dropped outside of the top five games Apex Legends, which... Bye, babe. Oh, there he is. Nice. <laughs> Apex Legends, which is a completely... Uh, not completely different or completely similar game. A game that shares a lot of similarities, but has been out a lot longer and doesn't have the oomph that uh, mm. a first-party game would have, was still outperforming it. So therefore, the game clearly wasn't doing all things right. Could a Battle Royale being thrown into that mix be enough to reinvigorate the game for players? What do you think? I think anything at this moment in time will reinvigorate it. I feel, I feel like it's a victim of its own success in terms of it was so good out of the gate that everyone fought to play it, had a good time with it, but there just wasn't enough there. The the extended season, um, which I think is up this month, isn't it? I think it was the, the season one lasted for like four and a half months, and I'm sure it was at the end of April, season two was looking to start to get rolled out. So I genuinely think anything now, um, would probably give it a new lease of life which again is a little bit of a shame that they've kind of left it for so long but hopefully this is the kind of thing that brings you back into playing Halo again because the game itself is fantastic like it feels like a traditional Halo shooter and again I say this quite a lot it sounds ridiculous but if you play the like the, the first three Halos and then anything afterwards it, it kind of 
for me personally, and this is this is my opinion, it might not be yours, but um, it kind of feels like it loses the halo-ness that made it great in the first place. Um, so going back to that kind of style and that kind of movement and that kind of speed is what made this Halo fantastic for people. Uh, again, in my opinion, in the circle of friends that I have and the extended circle in terms of social media and the people that I follow, that's kind of what it feels like. And it's just a shame that we've had to wait so long and the people who are the Halo hardcore I've had to wait so long for something or a reason to be able to come back and play it. So I feel like anything, anything would make anyone go back to Halo, providing that it's half decent. Like they can't half it because it's been so long, they can't half ass it. Um, but I feel like it's it, it definitely is in good hands. I just hope that whenever the new update comes out for it, that kick starts it and then we start to see consistent things getting put forward because. I can't imagine it's going to do too well if season two lands and it's another four and a half month season. That's ridiculous for any kind of uh, game where you're having a live update for that long because you can clear that. People was clearing it in two and a half weeks. What do you do after that, Graham? <laughs> well, kill deaths. Do it again. Leaderboard stuff. Do it again and again and again. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing for it though. Like, like um, a battle royale versus a multiplayer game, there are different elements in today's world. Uh, in terms of, a lot of people can find a battle royale game tedious. Lots of people don't. Uh, I mean, myself obviously included in the in the not. I play battle royale every day because it's 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 the same parameters, but it's a different story every time. Even though there's no story, it's an unscripted story. Um, and multiplayer is the same thing, but if 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 a lot of people can find battle royale tedious because you're doing the same thing, multiplayer is that to the nth degree. It's 5, 10, 15 minute matches of just the same stuff. Spawn, die, spawn, die, spawn, die, spawn, die. Um, so arena shooters now more than ever ever need content, need mm -hmm. something to sustain their audiences. And and Halo started with with arguably the hardest part, getting everything balanced, getting everything feeling good, having that old school Halo feel, but modernize, uh, modernizing it enough so that people don't feel like, like Bibby talks about tank controls in old Resident Evil games. The, great, the game's been great, but not necessarily are the greatest to play for modern day players. Halo had to essentially deal with their own version of that. And I mean, I'm not a Halo player, so I'm, I'm quoting other people that I've watched, so I could be misquoting this, but things like the grappling hook using to uh, move around and stuff has made that like a nice way of modernizing the movements and stuff while still keeping it feeling like a Halo. That's the hardest bit to do. And they did that. However, um, they had all of those bits and pieces in place. The additional content that came with that, they didn't have in place. So rather than kind of turning things off and then um, going, do you know what? We'll wait another six months and bring you the content. They went, okay, you can mm -hmm. play this in the meantime, um, which is great to give people a, a chance to jump in. It's free to play. So a lot of people will try it the first time. The downside though, is that a lot of people will have tried that free to play. That will have been their first impression. And they almost have what Battlefield 2042 fans have. It was all right, but it's not really what I wanted. I mean, obviously, that's a poor comparison because Battlefield 2042 is so, so much worse than Halo. It's broken. Halo is not broken. Halo just needs... People don't yeah. want to play more of Battlefield 2042. People are upset because they can't play more of Halo, um, mm -hmm. which which is, is a considerable difference. Even though there's a lot of similarities, mm -hmm. it's a considerable difference. So, so Halo getting a Battle Royale mode, I think, could be a big thing, but it, it definitely needs to sit alongside more. Just throwing in a Battle Royale mode alongside it doesn't 
give you oomph. People need need yeah. more sustenance. They need they need battle passes. They need season passes. They need in game content. We need to see limited time modes. I mean, if you look yeah. across across the battle royale. Um, landscape we've got fortnite which has just gone okay yeah we'll make a limited time mode into a permanent thing zero build yeah fine forever uh, um and then you've got apex just i mean i don't know i'm not i'm apex is off the radar for me but it clearly is doing big things because it's in the top five played halo uh, xbox games and everyone's always talking about it um call of duty not in its greatest year but is building the foundations potentially, at least verbally, for a, an, an excellent year coming forward. So it's only going to get more and more tr- uh, tricky for Halo if they don't bring out multiple forms of content. So I am excited mm-hmm. at, at an upcoming BR, um, not for me to play, but for me to watch Bibi to stream, or for me to watch Timeless yeah. to stream, or or for me to watch Tito jump into our stream and get mutilated time and time again. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah. I, 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 how can I put this? Not. I hope that people give it time because I don't. It's not really what I want to say. Is I think mm-hmm. Halo is going to be here for a long time, and I don't. It's not that I hope people will give it time because enough people will give it time. Halo will have its peaks and troughs, mm-hmm. like all battle royale and, and all live service games do. I just, I just hope that Halo gets what it deserves in terms of when it gets the BR mode and once it's got up uh, its new content up and running, I hope it gets another spike so that it it sits at the top of the all of the agendas again because I feel like for such a great game that, that was launched in such a difficult, uh, difficult period and despite having not hardly any content in it for the long term was up there with game of the year conversations for mm-hmm. a lot of people i feel like it deserves another time at the top when when it does get all of its content in yeah and let's remember as well this is uh, this is a game that is now free to play there is no barriers for you to be able to i don't even think you need an xbox live account to be able to play it so it, it reached a completely new audience that maybe were too young to remember the the golden days of Halo or maybe old enough to remember how good the game was back in the day that I haven't played it for so long. So the world is technically their oyster. They're only limited by people wanting to download it or, in this case, re-download it if you've already uninstalled it because you, got, you felt like you'd have achieved everything that you needed to achieve. You might have played it, not for you, never again, but you're a massive fan of Battle Royales. That could change the game for you. Again, they're only limited by people wanting to be able to play it. So if they do do the battle, if they are doing a battle royale, it just needs to be advertised properly. Otherwise, you're going to end up in the same situation that you're in now. Nah, I agree. I agree. Um, BF Fridge says, I would try Last Spartan standing. Uh, I'm enjoying the Halo TV series, to be fair. Halo has a lot of issues with cross-playing cheaters, which increases uh, to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've covered those articles in the early days in terms of like, you can't turn cross-play off which I understand the sentiment of it, but I also don't understand the reasoning behind it. Uh, like, unless you can now, I know there was articles where the community was like, just let us turn it off because you've got people cheating on PC um, and PC and console crossplay is great. But if we can't get rid of all of the cheating that comes with PC, then you are hurting a large section of the player base that doesn't need to be hurt um the the flip side is imagine how cool pubg would be if we could throw in the player bases of pubg pc and pubg console 
and mobile. Not that, not that Halo is on mobile. Imagine the amount of players that you'd have for games there. It'd be great. Um, doesn't necessarily Just all always... the content from PUBG Mobile would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, would it yes, not? yes, please. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> <coughs> so, yeah, I understand what, what they are chasing there. <coughs> Excuse me. But the uh, expectations versus reality there just... Yeah, w- there needs to be fixes and stuff there. And they have done moves, uh, done moves. They have made moves. They have had strides forward in certain areas to improve the quality of the gameplay, in, in, improve the quality of life for players. Um, but there are some big things as well. Content being, and it's usually the same thing for, for live service games, content and playability. I'm going to say playability. I particularly mean cheating. If you've got good content and no cheating, your game has a great recipe for success this has good content ish just not enough and cheating ish a bit too much which are both going the wrong way you need to you need to flip the script on both of those so that the game has the best chances for being successful going forward uh lots of posted the mechanic clip in the discord i will check it out i would look now but i would i would lose the bib off the screen so i do it um tito says i feel victimized I bet you did in the games as well. <laughs> okay, for those that didn't know, Tudor jumped in and and you know it, it was all right, but that doesn't make a good narrative. So instead, <laughs> we will say he was. It was but to be fair, we both got carried by Jordan. So has <laughs> anyone would playing with him? Yeah, yeah. Enix. Shout out to Enix, by the way, who's who's not been in for ages. I don't know. It's probably been a couple of days or weeks or whatever. But yeah, Enix is a good egg. Uh, but that's it. Bungie, not Bungie, uh, I've said that because I've just opened up the next article. Halo drops off and, and Jordan drops off. Come back, Jordan. It's fine. <laughs> okay, next article then. We'll put a pin in that one. We'll jump forward. Sticking with Microsoft-ish, um, but also bringing PlayStation into the conversation because what's better than getting two camps going at each other with uh, pitchforks and uh, torches? What's better than that? Well, there's quite a lot of things better than that. We don't tend to have console wars, and we don't want this to be a console war. But naturally, Mm. console wars are attractive headlines, so that's what we're going with now. Chris Scullion at VGC has this article that says, Sony's Bungie acquisition saw more Twitter discussion than Microsoft's Activision Blizzard deal. Uh, Twitter shares internal figures for gaming. Let me stop for just a second. I did not expect that. I did no. not expect that at all. <laughs> not not because oh Microsoft spent sixty nine nice billion dollars and Sony spent what was there's like more like ten ish. I can't remember the figure for this the Bungie acquisition. Um, still a big acquisition, still a huge acquisition. But it's it's not as for me as a gamer, let alone for me as someone in the games industry, the Activision Blizzard deal impact me more personally mm-hmm. than the Bungie one but I saw so many stories and things like that so to realise that there was actually more conversation around the Sony Bungie stuff than the Microsoft Activision Blizzard that that yeah that caught me off guard that did not expect it uh, but that is the case as the article says new figures released by Twitter show that Sony's acquisition of Bungie generated more discussion than Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard on the platform so Twitter's global head of creator and gaming content partnerships Rishi Chadha tweeted internal Twitter data that showed when the frequency of tweets about video games spiked throughout the past three months excuse me although the information provided by Chadha doesn't give any exact figures it shows that there were four clear discussion peaks between January the 1st and March the 31st this year these were on the days that Microsoft announced it was acquiring Activision Blizzard Sony announced it was acquiring Bungie Elden Ring was released and Fortnite's new season started 
So Twitter's data shows that the release of Elden Ring generated the most discussion by far on the platform, likely due to the many millions of players buying the game on day one and sharing their initial impressions. The second most discussed topic was Sony's acquisition of Bungie, followed by Microsoft's acquisition of Blizzard, which gained slightly more buzz than Fortnite's new season. Uh, Chad follow up, uh, followed up his tweet with another showing the, ten, uh, the top 10 games tweeted about the most globally in the past three months. Top of the list was Genshin Impact, with Wordle at number two, and this is likely because Genshin Impact is enjoying success worldwide, especially in Asia, whereas Wordle is naturally uh, mainly popular in English-speaking countries. Elden Ring came in at number seven in the chart, while Minecraft claimed the number 10 spot. Um, okay, I'll, I'll read this last bit just so we can refresh the figures. It was uh, The Bungie was actually much more lower than I thought. Xbox parent Microsoft confirmed in January that it planned to acquire Activision Blizzard in the games industry's biggest ever deal, valued at $68.7 billion. Just 13 days later, Sony revealed a big money acquisition of its own, announcing that it plans to, to acquire Destiny and Halo stund, uh, Studio Bungie in a deal worth $3.6 billion. Oosh. So, Activision Blizzard, big deal. But not quite big news. Only third in the biggest stories of the year. Sony's Bungie, big big news. But not quite Elden Ring levels of big. What what, what do you make of that bit? It, it, does it not seem bizarre to you? Like, I know this is, again, this is a very obvious statement to make. Oh, I feel like it's an obvious statement to make. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, which I probably am with this, but definitely the, the Activision one is a much bigger story, surely. Like, surely you'd think with all of the story, with all of the games that Activision has, Bungie, obviously they're just, they're, I say they're just as big. Like, if I'm going like for like, you're going for Activision story, aren't you? If you if you was to play, uh, what was it? Play your cards right. Were you doing the higher or lower? If you got to this question, surely you're thinking Activision's higher than Bungie in terms of what expected engagements and things like that. Am I not reading the room right? Am I missing something here? Um, I think we. Ah, let me. I'm gonna have to change that. I'll change it to ActiBliz. So it fits. ActiBlizzard. That'll do. Okay. Um, Ah, oh, boo! My the greater than symbol doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> Demo. <laughs> I was trying to go for Sony plus Bungie is greater than Microsoft plus Activision Blizzard. I'll just have a slash in it then. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, you, I think you're reading the room wrong. It basically proves beyond all undeniable evidence that PlayStation is just a much bigger, better brand, and people are interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, there's there's all sorts of ways that this cookie. Can, could crumble. Um, Sony has a larger install base, so naturally there are people that are going to talk about it. Um, so that, you would say in theory, gives Sony a bit of an upper hand when it comes to just having conversations. Looking at, at the number of discussions on Twitter isn't necessarily the greatest example of what makes something more successful um, in terms of conversation steering, uh, because it's like saying, okay, Bib, you tweet... Uh, and and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo tweets at the exact same time. See who gets the most impressions. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo's got uh, uh, Ronaldo has more followers. He's probably going to get a couple more posts. I mean, Bibi, Bibi's Twitter stats are absolutely meteoric, by the way. So <laughs> so unlucky, Ronaldo. I mean, yeah, you might have more more likes and retweets, but Bibi's got a better percentage. That's all we're saying. So, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, so yeah. Uh, 
that's one uh, reason for why it could be. The other one as well is that this was 13 days after a conversation was started by Microsoft. So Microsoft has got everyone in the room talking. <sighs> Microsoft have just spent 69 Millions, nice. a billion even, uh, dollars. Oh, that's big, that's huge, that's massive. That. I wonder if PlayStation will do something. So PlayStation then starts a conversation. Twitter looks at that as two separate peaks. It might be two separate peaks, but it could be the, the end of the same conversation. So maybe that, that uh, larger figure that was developed by PlayStation was propped up by the large figure below it by Microsoft as well. So there could be uh, a little bit of that in there. The, the, the thing for me, though, that's probably more surprising and is absolutely great news for gaming Nacho on Twitter is that, that Fortnite is pretty much as big as PlayStation and Microsoft. So there you go, gaming Nacho. The uh, Fortnite scoop, the Fort scoop, scoop night uh, is, is, yeah, there we go. We'll rebrand. We'll make it happen. So so there you go. I like, I know obviously Bungie have, don't have an affiliation with like Halo or anything anymore and the, their, their current game and the thing that they're looking after most is Destiny. Uh, then people moving from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2 and their player base is huge across all platforms, including the likes of Google Stadia and things like that. But for every for every Bungie, for every person that's playing a Bungie game currently, you look at the Activision Blizzard side and you go, they've got World of Warcraft. They've got Call of Duty. And that's just two that would eclipse Destiny in seconds. Like, there's no comparison. I just... I don't know if it's the inclusion of PlayStation in there as well that people are obviously making this out to be huge news, which it is still huge news. I'm just trying to wrap my head around why it would have more impressions. Is it because there's more PlayStation users out there which are more tuned into the PlayStation news rather than what else is going on in the gaming world? Like Again, it, uh, definitely just trying to get my head around things. I, I think, it, yeah, I think it's it's... Like you say, for me, I would play Call of Duty over Destinies and 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 all sorts of stuff in there. But but there's the conversation that Bungie Bungie makes Halo, right? Well, it kind of it doesn't anymore. But but a lot of people like Bungie makes Halo. So PlayStation, in response to Microsoft, has bought Halo, which is which is not correct. But a lot of people were pushing that sort of stuff at the beginning because obviously misinformation, hashtag fake news and all of that stuff. So I think that will have probably <laughs> led into it as well. Wait, so Microsoft spends 69 nice a billion on Call of Duty and PlayStation just takes Halo from Microsoft for 3 billion? What? And it's like, that's not, that's not what happened. So I think that will have been part <laughs> of it too. Uh, people just getting the wrong end of the stick and just being, yep, yeah. yep, yep. So I think that will be a big I mean, thing. <laughs> I don't think we probably helped with stuff like that as well, where you say PlayStation by uh, Microsoft's Halo team <laughs> or something like that, whichever we went with at the time. It was 100% clickbait. It was 100% shit hours. But I imagine most people probably would have gone along with something like that as well because it's glaringly obvious. Do you know what I mean? You put in two and two together there to get 15, but... It works, do you know what I mean? We definitely fed into that narrative. As you can see in the chat, hashtag clickbib. There you go, you got clickbib. Yeah, there you go. Click what bib. can I say? You're the fools for getting clickbib. <laughs> um, 
I feel victimized. This is bullying. Just because you've got Lotus as another mod, I'm now dispensable. Ah, so you <laughs> you, you, you noticed that then? Okay, I, I, I was worried you wouldn't notice it, but you did. So that's good. Nice. Uh, uh, I'll, I, I'll opt for a carry any day, says Lotus. Uh, that's what that's what you're here for, the Drigomeister. You're you're there to, to murder all the fools and and park the Marado with style. Uh, if anyone didn't see it yesterday, we 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 may have had a mishap with a Marado, but but it's PUBG. It's a vehicle. It's just it just is what it is. It is what it is. You just PUBG vehicles and driving as you intend just doesn't usually go the way it did. And what there must have been like five different occasions yesterday as well, where where we're just in the air going over the crest of a hill or something like that, and you're just like where time slows down as your vehicle's like, <laughs> and all you can do is just see a tree or a rock in front of you. Like, well, uh, you know, this is how gravity works. I can't stop or change anything other than wait for the impact. Ah! <laughs> wait for the inevitable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've got a work meeting. Not that you need me now that you've got Lotus, Kappa. <laughs> oh. i tell you what, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of snide remarks going on here. Who might have pushed Tito's nose? I mean, he's 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 got competition now for the heart of the end of the year. Do you know what I mean? I wonder. I wonder if it's just a case of like I don't know if is he aggressive or is it is it a small violin sort of situation? Which one? <laughs> do, do you know what? Do you know? Do you know? What? I've got. I'll, we'll get Tito's sound effects playing. Do I have it on this setup? I, yeah, there we go. Tito's sound effect. This is Tito's theme tune. And the sort of that sad violin at the window. Uh, you're leaving to go to a work meeting. Return the cap. <laughs> you are relieved of your duties. <laughs> damn. Uh, <laughs> I was chuckling at this a second ago. Code Red says, "I wouldn't worry about Bungie. They'll bounce back eventually." <laughs> Whoopa! <laughs> oh. Loved it. Fantastic. L- loved it. <laughs> uh, uh, Bungie is a little he- helicopter. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's Bungie. David, that's, that's bad. You can't go from bouncing back to Bungie the little helicopter as a Bungie reference. God damn. Still haven't had God much sleep, damn. if you can tell. Okay, we'll let you off. Fine, fine. Uh, Bungie was on Rainbow, wasn't he? Oh, I don't know. I, I, Bungle. Bungle. B- no, you silly. You silly. <laughs> Uh, Six AM wake up on Sunday for some F one dedication. Uh, do you know? I'll I'll spare you a thought. Well, no, I won't spare you a thought because I will be <laughs> dribbling yeah. everything. So yeah, not that for me. But 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 you you do you you do you. Okay, next up though, uh, from one shooter to another. Um, the shooter being obviously you know you know Bungie's Destiny and stuff like that and and whatever. But yeah, yeah. stop getting yeah. shot. You can't believe this. Will everyone stop getting shot? Well, they did in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, but that's fine because there's another one. Sean Murray at The Gamer has this article that says, New Ghost Recon reportedly in development as Ubisoft pulls the plug on Breakpoint. When Ubisoft shuts the door on one Ghost Recon game, it opens the window for another. Um, So Ghost Recon Breakpoint is done. Just a few hours ago, Ubisoft announced it was ending support for Breakpoint, a game that just released a little over two years ago, but has been a financial failure for the French publisher. The servers will stay online for the time being, but Breakpoint players shouldn't expect any new content oh it's so it's like halo then nice uh not even those quartz nfts <laughs> but when ubisoft shuts the door on one ghost recon game it opens the window for another a new report from kataka reveals ubisoft is working on a new ghost recon game codenamed 
over, which is ironic because that's what the last game is. <laughs> uh, which has been in development for just over a year. The game was actually first revealed as part of the NVIDIA GeForce Now leak. And according to sources, it could arrive as early as fiscal year 2023, which might actually mean early 2024. Uh, those same sources say that Ghost Recon Frontline, Ubisoft's nascent Rainbow Six-themed Battle Royale game, is undergoing a hard reset after some fairly negative feedback from the players. The game was put on an indefinite hold shortly after the closed beta was delayed last October, and now Ubisoft is going back to the drawing board for a, a major rethink of the whole game. And what of Quartz, Ubisoft's new NFT initiative that started with a series of very similar yet slightly unique cosmetics in Ghost Recon Breakpoint? That's apparently going dormant as well, although Ubisoft is definitely not done with NFTs. Quote, as we're rolling out the last update of Ghost Recon Breakpoint, there will not be any additional content added to the game. A Ubisoft spokesperson told Kotaku, we'll have more to share regarding Ubisoft Quartz at a later date. Um, and then just goes on to talk about Ubisoft got a lot of backlash when they spoke about Quartz initially. But there we go, Ubisoft, um, they've pulled the plug on Ghost Recon Breakpoint, but the next Ghost Recon could be in the pipeline. Uh, yesterday, we had a conversation on one Ubisoft shooter being pulled. The, the mm -hmm. difference is we've gone from third person to first person today. We went from uh, hyper crap being pulled in favor of a new third person, tower-esque, destiny-alike-ish uh, shooter game coming from Ubisoft. Today, we're talking about the fact that they're uh, first person title, or the first person, I won't say title of prestige, that's that's probably wrong. Series that had prestige, Ghost Recon. Um, they've, they've killed Breakpoint, but they are looking at another one. How does that sit for you, Bib? Because for me, I think I'm not asked. Which is which is which is heartbreaking to say because yeah. um, playing Ghost Recon games forever, I used to be excited waiting for the next Ghost Recon game, and now Ghost Recon is where Assassin's Creed was five years ago. Maybe not even that. Three years ago, where they were just going twelve months new game, twelve months new game, twelve months new game. Not that they're releasing Ghost Recon games every twelve months, but it's the same. It feels like the same ethic. Let's just throw another yeah. one out. Let's just sell a little bit more. I mean, we've we've got the Ghost Recon license. Tom Clancy is rolling in his grave with the quality of the crap that we are throwing out here. But let's just do it anyway. Let's get more. Could this be a case of... Um, they've talked about... I don't know if it was using the words changing tack, but uh, a major rethink for the whole game is what they've said. That was for Ghost mm. Recon Frontline. Do you think we need that for the full series? You happy with another one coming out so soon? What are your thoughts? It 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 genuinely feels like they're trying to throw as much shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And again, that's such a harsh thing to be able to say. But I feel like Breakpoint was definitely one where they just tried too much and it hasn't paid off for them. Let's be honest. The NFT stuff was it felt like the final nail in the coffin because uh, again if I've got this wrong, feel free to correct me, but I'm fairly certain that they are still making content for the likes of Wildlands. I'm fairly certain that was yes. still getting that's still being supported and they haven't got plans to get rid of that one anytime soon. So I'm sure it was called Wildlands. I mean it I think it was Wildlands. It, it, it might yeah, not, wild, yeah. It might be a case yeah. of they aren't supporting it. It might not be a case of they're making new content, but the community is supporting that game. 
because we've we've looked at that previously, haven't we? In terms of yeah, we we, we yeah we was going to do some streams on it because um, it looks good. It, it looks like a Ghost Recon game. It looks like the kind of game where okay, uh, there's me, you, Lotus, and Tito. It's a four man squad. We're running in. Tito takes the front. Me and you take the sides, and of course, Tito is taking the back. Um, so, oh, he's dead. Oh, he's, de he's dead. Can can you res Tito in this game? Oh, oh. Just, just leave him. He's the bait. He's the bait. He's just the guy that stood out front with a bunch of flowers while all the rest are taking the bait. While the rest of us are flanking round. Um, bunch of yeah, flankers, mate. <laughs> bunch of flankers, mate. Uh, so it feels like Breakpoint is the was their breaking point um, when it comes to Tom Clancy games. It feels like it was. It wasn't necessarily dead on arrival because I remember me and you going to Gamescom two, three years ago, maybe now. And they had a massive stand for it there and people were super excited to play it. You could go around, you could speak to people. They, they was excited. There was queuing in the line for a long time to be able to get their hands on it. And from what we heard, it looked good. I've watched Shroud play it. I've watched Stock play it. I've watched a couple of like, Summit play it. They, these guys all had a good time playing it. Whether or not they had to say it, I don't, I'm not too sure. But it looks like they had fun playing it. It's just one of those where they tried to do too much um, and unfortunately it didn't really pay off for them so the direction that they're going to go with this one we'll see uh, hopefully they'll come back to some sort of level you'd expect I mean if I'm being brutally honest I don't really think that the new Rainbow Six um, extraction I don't think that's done as well as they expected it to do either I still think people are just more inclined to be playing Siege um I don't know, Graham. Like this is just one of those. We, I suppose, we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, we haven't really got that much to go off of yet. It feels like they are pumping games out left, right, and center at the moment. Whether or not the quality is gonna dwindle because of that, not too sure. But again, it's just we'll wait and see what happens in the next two years. See what comes out. Um, seeing what uh, kind of critical reception we're gonna get for it. I suppose. I'm just sat here thinking now, trying to think what was the last. Ubisoft success taking away Siege what was the last proper Ubisoft success uh, Valhalla yeah, yeah I'd probably take that away the reason I'd take Siege away and the reason I'd probably take Valhalla away is because neither of them were flawless and because they weren't flawless you wouldn't say they were runaway successes Siege was a runaway success and has been a runaway success but Siege is almost been like bastardized now like with the likes of extraction and 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 so on i feel like it just doesn't seem to be they're cashing in on it a little bit valhalla was just uh, uh they, i mean they they cashed in on valhalla with the uh the horrible in-game purchases and stuff like that. the game itself was great if the fact that you had to spend money just to play it at a proper reasonable pace rather than having to do unnecessary grinding was tragic because that ruins what is not a flawless game but a very great game overall mm -hmm. so then you go beyond them okay those are two great games that were marred by unnecessary controversy uh, controversy um mm -hmm. not marred for rainbow six because that's that's probably harsh words but well, you get what i'm saying go with it um so then you get to watchdogs just wasn't what people wanted it to be ghost recon breakpoint wildlands frontline whatever just not just not doing bits uh assassin's creeds before that are kind of up in the air as well you've got hyper scrap uh which was potate um and you're just looking at ubisoft going stop trying to make money <laughs> you throw in far cry into that mix as well 
Far Cry 6. That, that, that didn't do what it potentially... I love Far Cry games. I still haven't played Far Cry 6. It's still in my pile to be played at some point. It's it's a shame. It's a shame because I feel like... Uh, I always... Giancarlo Esposito, I always feel like he deserves a little bit more respect. I mean, he has got the respect of Hollywood, but in terms of this game, I don't think the game surrounding his character probably was up to scratch, which is a shame. Um... But Far Cry, is Far Cry one of them games now where it's no longer required? Yeah. Um, which I, 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 don't, I don't believe that. I still feel like there's, they, they can still have a Far Cry game in the world. I just feel like it's it's the same formula. It's copy and paste, just different areas. It's copy and paste. you in the rainforest. Plus different areas, plus more ways of squeezing money out of people. That's and I, I, I'm saying that from I, I don't necessarily believe that, but that's what people say to me regularly. Um, like if if Tito was here right now, he would be saying that Ubisoft just he doesn't believe in their ability to make a game that isn't just cashing on the end user, mm-hmm. which which is a, a is a valid argument. It's not necessarily the only argument, but it is definitely a valid argument. And that's what I'm saying. Don't just concentrate on making money. Naturally, you're a business. You have to make money. But if you concentrate on extracting every penny, you are ruining your future potential at making money. You are ruining your current potential because you're not giving people great experiences. They drop in and go, oh, great, more of this, the same again. Let's drop back out again. Nice. That was horrible. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to bother again, Um, or at least for the foreseeable. Give great stuff. And the only thing I would say, the only caveat that kind of wraps this up nicely is that Ghost Recon Frontline wasn't great it had some negative feedback and it was it was it was there was a lot of negative feedback i remember at the time um enough to make the game not just be delayed a little bit but put on indefinite hold just like okay this is this is we're not giving you a date it's just not coming yet that's it take that and then when we tell you it's coming it is until then it's not it's not happening um which is what you want to see that was october we are now in april six months later on and we still have nothing there take the time and and hopefully that's just them going okay something's popped we understand what we are doing doing wrong now like ea with star wars games ea had the star wars license for like seven years out of a 10-year exclusivity or whatever it was before they realized, actually, do you know what? We would be better off just making good content rather than milking this. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of what Ubisoft needs to have. The, do you know what? Good content makes good money. Uh, milking things doesn't. So maybe maybe go for that approach instead. So I'd, I'd like to see Ubisoft doing a little bit more of that, please. Please. I'd, I'd love to have some information based off of how many people complete a game, then they release DLC, and how many people pick that up. Because obviously they're relying on people going out and buying the game originally. I don't think they'll make as much money off of just DLC. So like if you make their if you make a game good and then you release DLC, how inclined are people to go and buy that DLC versus them buying the game in the first place? I'd love to see some market research being done on that because I've got a really bad feeling that the uptake in DLC isn't anywhere close to people buying it and trying the game in the first place. No, I reckon that'll be the case. There's different things though. A lot of people go, Well, I've played the story. If the story was if the DLC was that good, it would be within the story. Um, and and that's, like, I can't remember which Hollywood director criticised the Marvel after credits scene stuff, saying, well, if it, if it was, the content was that good, you'd have put it in the film. 
why why are you putting it outside of the film after the credits? Which I get the saying. I mean, I do actually really like the Marvel after credit stuff. I think it's a nice modern way of interacting with audiences. But still, um, DLC, if the content was that great, surely it'd be part of the game. And if the content was that great that it's, it needs to be outside of the game, surely that would be the start of the sequel rather than just extra bit tacked on. Um, and I do feel that. like Some of, some of my greatest games of all time, like the Uncharted games and and, and The Last of Us and so on, they're, they're DLC-ish sort of add-ons, The Last Light and uh, Lost Legacy and... Um, I can't remember what the name of The Last of Us one. Um, decent little add-on-y bits, but... but... <laughs> you didn't really need it and that the thing is because dlc is built with the idea of it's not necessarily needed they understand a lot of people aren't going to play it it doesn't become core storytelling so it kind of it's useful for people that that have seen it but it's also irrelevant for the people that haven't seen it so Mm -hmm. the stuff that's in the uh the last of us uh what was left behind that's what it was dlc if you haven't played that and you go play last of us 2 there's probably going to be bits in there that, that are relevant to you but if you haven't played it then it doesn't matter so, which means the content doesn't matter by default in theory so so yeah i imagine a lot of people will buy games and not invest in, in the dlc there, there will be a, a significant drop off in that for sure yeah i suppose that's it's, it's kind of each to their own really in it when it comes to stuff like that because you, you need to advertise your dlc to be something that's worthwhile picking up like the Resident Evil one, for instance, usually a Resident Evil DLC comes in the form of uh, some background stuff like character arc stuff that you may not have seen, like uh, the Zoe one. I always forget what she's, what that one's called. Um, but then they had like No More Hero, No More Heroes with Chris Redfield in the seventh uh, Resident Evil Seven, where you go just basically going, uh, just going through salt mines and things like that. So. Yeah, I, I I do agree with you. Um, with that, I just there is there is a world in which DLC can be used to bulk out a story, not necessarily that like you say being that the eye catching stuff and the mainline stuff. Then, but the Marvel example I always find bizarre, if I'm being honest, because a lot of the times the end credit stuff is really is advertising. A the, different film, the, not next the one, one that you've already yeah. seen. Yeah, or is, um, or is just, fourth wall breaks where they're just interacting with you. Well, particularly if you're watching Deadpool, it's just comedy. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> yeah. a, it's comic relief rather than yeah. So fourth. that's a bit of a stupid uh, example for whoever it was that made it in the first place. But it, I think uh, it was like some some well established Hollywood director. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'll say Martin Scorsese, but it might not be Martin Scorsese. And if it is, then I'm thinking, well. That's a different lane. Not not so much stay in your lane, but you are talking about hard hitting, uh, mobster, gangster sort of stuff. This is this is easy, uh, consumable, multi genre superhero stuff or multi audience mm-hmm. superhero stuff. They're, they're completely different things. Horses for courses. Stay in your lane. Ride your own horse. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Ghost Recon and on and on and on, as I put as the uh, the discussing now on screen. That's what that's what we're calling it because there's, there's all of them. We can only hope that the next Ghost Recon is 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 something tasted. It, it, it's it's not confirmed, uh, but the signs are that Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint has been killed. But it's okay because Ubisoft are working on the next one. Take the warnings. Ghost Recon Breakpoint isn't isn't a thing anymore because it wasn't good enough. Give us something substantial. Don't just go for the annual releases that will just pump out crap to get people buying 
titles. You might as well be in the 90s where any developer was just buying licenses to any TV programs or films or whatever and just chucking out a game every five or six months because it was about selling masses, not selling quantity. Um, and, yeah, we're not in that world anymore. Quantity sells mm. in the masses. So uh, quality sells in the masses, should I say. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, moving ahead. Uh, we'll probably pick up the pace of this one because this one doesn't need as much discussion. But if you are a Max Payne fan, good news. Uh, Chris Scullion at VGC has this one saying, Remedy is making uh, remaking Max Payne 1 and 2 for the current-gen systems. The games will be released as a single package. Uh, so hot off the heels of hugely successful remakes like... Uh, the Grand Theft... Oh, wait, actually, they weren't... They, uh, oh, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, remakes of Max Payne and Max Payne 2 are currently in development. Remedy Entertainment has confirmed the games will be sold together as a single package and will be released on Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, and PC. Both games will use Remedy's Northlight game engine, which was used for Quantum Break and Control, and the games are currently quote, in the concept development stage, quote, end quote, suggesting a release may still be some time away. Remedy developed the first two Max Payne games, which were released in 2001 and 2003. The games were praised at the time for their groundbreaking visual effects, including the use of a slow-mo bullet time effect similar to that seen in The Matrix. Remedy sold the rights to the Max Payne brand to Rockstar Games' parent company, Take-Two, in 2002 for $34 million. The Max Payne, uh, Max Payne remakes have been made possible then due to an agreement between remedy and rockstar rockstar will fund the remakes development budget which will be in line with a typical remedy AAA production that's a quote and once rockstar recouses its development marketing and other cost uh, costs remedy then has an opportunity to earn royalties from subsequent game sales we were thrilled when our longtime friend uh, friends at remedy approached us about remaking the original max Payne games rockstar founder sam hauser said in a statement we are massive fans of the work the remedy team has created over the years and we can't wait to play these new versions meanwhile remedy ceo Tero Vitala added, Max Payne has always held a special place in the hearts of everyone at Remedy, and we know the millions of fans worldwide uh, feel the same. We're hugely excited to be working with our partners at Rockstar Games once again for a chance to bring the story, action, and atmosphere of the original Max Payne games back to players in new ways. Max Payne, yes or no, Bib, what are you saying? <laughs> it's a shame that we're not going to see that weird stretched face anymore, is it? That they're going to be making it with an actual real CGI face. Uh, <laughs> oh. Because it, it it was somebody's face, wasn't it? I can't remember. I can't remember if it was someone who worked there or it was an actor. But they're taking his face because uh, do you remember? Uh, you'll remember this. This is might go over everybody else's head. But do you remember back in the day on the old Pezzes where it just used to be a square? You would have the face in the middle, and then the rest of the face was on the rest of uh, uh, around the canvas. So like the chin would be at the very bottom of it. It was just like a. F Imagine taking your face, peeling it all off, and then putting it flat. That's what it used to be like. Obviously, that's what they've done with this. Just wrapped it around a character within the game, so we're not going to get the horrendous artwork anymore. Um, sorry if that's your face that I'm calling horrendous, but <laughs> that, that, that was part of the charm. Um, but obviously, that, that's going to probably get taken away. We're going to see something a little bit more CGI'd, uh, shall we say. Uh, better. Probably, may, maybe you have a face model that's going to be based off of. Who knows? But yeah, it's... Uh, I think this will do really well. There's a lot of people that enjoy a Max Payne game. It feels like forever since I've seen one and remaking one and two. I think it'll be right up a lot of people's alley. Will I think it's going to make them millions? Probably not. I think this is definitely catered towards a very niche audience. Um, just, I think it was a product of its time with the time uh, with the bullet time stuff. Just to jump on this, um, 
so I've just done a quick search for Max Payne face. Um, this is a, a Google result. It's referenced in PCGamer.com's article. It says, why does Max Payne have that face? It's a photograph wrapped around a low-poly head to represent the angst-ridden gunslinger Max Payne. It's a picture of Remedy writer and designer Sam Lake, who chose to represent the character's deep pain at the loss of his family by scrunching up all the parts of his face at the same time. <laughs> it's like, okay, you've lost your family. What do you look like? <laughs> That's turd face. Absolutely. It's the same expression. On every single, like the right the way throughout the game, it's the same expression. Whether or not you killed one person, four hundred people, are you being shot yourself? It's the same face. So yeah, it's it's a shame we're going to lose that, but it's a relic of time. I'm fairly certain in thirty years' time that when they remake it again, we'll be talking about the first and second instance of Sam Lake's face being messed up. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Imagine that you you get to be. Uh, I, like idolized forever you will be captured in time forever with your face nice uh, and then meme full-on meme city um for those that are oh, actually i'll click this one for those that don't know uh, much about max Payne, like me uh there you go there's an image of, of sam lake that, that's his face before and that's that's him a long time afterwards you can see his age a little bit there but there you go it, that's it that's it okay so max Payne. uh for those that may have missed it um is being remade for current gen systems. So if you didn't play the games uh, the first time around and you do want to play them again, then good news. Not only is it being made by the original team that that developed them, obviously Remedy sold it to Rockstar, but Rockstar are funding it. So it's got Rockstar budgets and hands-on, but it's got Remedy's quality. And Remedy obviously have made Control recently, which was a game on a, on a, on a probably, I assume, smaller budget, although this does say uh, another AAA budget. So it's AAA level, but with that level of caliber. They will have learned a lot in the last 21 years mm-hmm. since the first one came out. So expect, I would say, expect good remakes for this. Obviously, it's a remake. So that expect a good remake caveat always still stands in the fact that some people have a lot of love for things in the past. And you always have rose tinted glasses. So there could be an element of, oh, it's just not quite what I wanted it to be. Or it could be a case of, it could be another. I mean, the last time Rockstar were involved in a remake was the Grand Theft Auto games, the the definitive trilogy or whatever it was called. And they were crap, uh, <laughs> is, is the best way to put that. <laughs> they, they, they just, they, it was rushed, too much AI sort of like, uh, changing whatever it just wasn't what it wanted to be there's been a lot of news on that we've spoken about that before so hopefully this one does a much much better job bubba tv welcome in dude how's it been it's been a while uh how have you Hello. been uh timeless after morning looking forward to this love me some max Payne. uh max Payne's face equals sam uh lake and the max Payne one badass woman face is the face of sam's mother well there you go sammy sammy is that Yavi or Javi? Um, but there you go. There you go. I didn't know that. See, Lake knows his stuff. Nice. Um, how we doing, Gagad? How we doing? Didn't know if he was still here, but he is. Nice. Looking. I like to see it. Well, not looking because he's chatting, but you get it. You get the idea. You get the idea. Anyway, uh, final bit of news and a little bit of negativity to finish off things. Um, also wrapped in a little bit more negativity because it, it's, we shared this in the Discord yesterday just to highlight games industry plagiarism and big brands being dickheads but it's still we'll, we'll come back to that uh, first up we'll go through the story jordan midler at vgc has this article uk retailer simply games has refunded pre-orders and appears to have ceased trading the company has been silent since february um 
And you can see an image that show that is shown on their website as the header article at the top of the page. I'll jump into the, this story, though. It says, UK Games retailer Simply Games has refunded pre-orders and appears to have ceased trading. The retailer's website has been inaccessible since February following the release of Elden Ring. When asked by several customers on Twitter why its stock had seemed to diminish in the weeks prior to this closure, a representative on Twitter said, quote, We are currently implementing changes to our internal systems and reviewing our pre-order process, which is why we only have a limited display of products at the current time. This should be completed within the coming weeks and new titles will then be added to the website. Uh, a message on the website currently reads, we are currently undergoing scheduled maintenance and expect to be back very soon. We appreciate your patience. Uh, since then, several customers have reported that their pre-orders for titles such as Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga and Gran Turismo 7 have been cancelled or in some cases simply failed to arrive. VGC can verify that earlier this year, while the site was still operational, the, the quote pre-order uh, end quote, section of the store only featured a few titles when it would previously offer pre-orders of all the year's upcoming games. Um, so then we've got embedded tweets of people that are, are asking questions slash having things uh, cancelled. Uh, and then we have a thread on the retailer's final Facebook post also suggests that pre-orders were cancelled with no explanation given. Uh, VGC has also been informed that Boss Deals store, an eBay store that was linked to Simply Games, has also closed. While the page is still active, no items are for sale. According to Company's House, Black Cloth Trading Limited, which previously owned Simply Games, ceased trading in 2019. However, the company was still active until at least February in this year, albeit in a reduced capacity. It appears that the retailer was then under the ownership of Boss Developments Limited, as both companies were owned by Neil Musperat, the owner of Simply Games. In March 2022, Neil Musperat left his role as a person with a significant role uh, control of boss developments. The company is still currently active at the time of writing. VGC can also verify that in the past, uh, that in the past, the company was well known by fans for breaking street dates, which, in VGC's experience, could see games being delivered up to three or four days before official release. While games being delivered early is common for many retailers, the regularity with which Simply Games broke street dates became a selling point within the community. VGC has contacted Simply Games, uh, and we'll update when they hear anything. Sad news to see a retailer disappearing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just kind of one for the times. What are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, I mean, again, this is going to sound horrible. I, mean, I hate saying stuff like this, but if the reason they're being closed down is because they've been underselling stuff way before they should have done, then it's kind of shooting yourself in the foot. You get a black marker against your name from other retailers that won't sell you the games anymore. So therefore, why would people come to you for their new releases? It's a shame. I, I hate to see, regardless of whether or not it's brick and mortar store or an online store in the video game world, because it just means it's one less place that I could potentially get a physical game from. We are moving towards the digital world. I will eventually, when I can be asked, and when I, on my own say so, join the full digital world. But <laughs> at this moment in time, I still want right, to be Dad. able to hold. <laughs> I still want to be able to hold a physical case in my hand and plug and put any disc I want into my consoles that's just the way I work I might, there, there is still thousands of people out there I wanted to say hundreds of thousands but I think they've all probably moved on or grown up um, but it, it is it is a shame it's another it's another video game uh, stocker that's now gone out that's now gone out of business is what it is, but this isn't the first. It definitely won't be the last in the coming years as to the, this, this kind of thing. But hopefully it isn't down to their own 
their own doing because that would be one hell of a way to go out because you've been doing it for years. People will cut it on. There is other gamers at gaming outlets that I will never mention uh, a fear of those going under, but they do the exact same thing as well. I've had games about six days before I should have had them. Um, and that isn't anything to do with me. They just get sent to me in the post. I pre-order them, they come in the post, but jobs are good and do you know what I mean? But uh, it's not my responsibility to adhere to... Um, things like that and not playing them or whatever so yeah i, I won't yeah, i won't shame. name any sites but i will say that a website that sounds a bit like schlop2.net uh, <laughs> was it was a good one <laughs> yeah okay yeah. um but yeah now that uh, not saying that these brands are doing that kind of thing but but like i was always a big fan of using uh Simply games the game jar the game collection shop2.net play.com and and like obviously Little retailers that became bigger and then either got bought up or collapsed or whatever. It's it's always a shame to see one go, but you know I suppose it's just it's just, if you've been gaming for as long as we have, you're kind of used to it by now. Um, which it, but it's still sad. It's still sad. I mean, there has been no official confirmation that it has been gone, but but you know it is what it is. Uh, unfortunately, most people will will get a better price from an Amazon or a supermarket. Or we'll go for the convenience of getting it digitally directly from the store. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Sad state of the world we live in, but that is the news. Thank you, everyone, for dropping in for another episode of The Scoop. We appreciate you all for dropping in, especially Gagad, who's dozing but has been here as well. Uh, wait, actually, was he here whilst he was dozing, or is he dozing because he's been here? I'm not what one of them mm-hmm. is significantly worse than the other. <laughs> Hopefully, we didn't mm-hmm. put you to sleep. Um, Bubba says, I'm good, thanks. Work has been busy, but I've uh, I've been rained off today. Well, you get, get yourself the PlayStation fired up. Jobs are good, mate. Both, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it. It's not entirely us putting you to sleep. Nice. Um, but yeah, we are going to disappear. We will be back tomorrow with uh, the final scoop of the week. A couple of bits of housekeeping to mention. We won't be back entirely next week. Bibby will be back next week, uh, but I'm off next week. Um, as it stands, I am still planning to do my Wednesday stream maybe the Saturday stream next week. So so the scoops will still continue because Bibby will be around, but the Wednesday evening stream should, air quotes, still be going uh, on. Yeah. I should still be playing uh, playing Chasing Crates with mates, with, with the Triggermeister. Saturday could still be on the cards, but I, we, will, we will update you as we get to it. Basically, I'm, I'm off with the family for the week because it's half term, so I might be doing family things. But, but I'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Um, the best way to find out is to just drop a follow on the channel. That way you get notified when we do go live and all of the other jazz. But before any of that, Mr. Pip, is there anything you'd like yes. to add? Yes, of course, Graham. Thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for today's episode of The Scoop. We still have one more episode left this week, so if you want to help us shape that show, there's two ways you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms, or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this in any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. You'll find all the information that you can ever, ever want about Ice Cream Uploads down there. But all we need from you is a URL plus your false impressions. We will then give you our false impressions on the very last show this week, which will be at what time tomorrow? Mr. Graham Day. 10 a.m. Ish. Ish.
Yeah, yeah. We will be back this weekend though with gameplay stuff, so you don't worry about it. It's fine. We'll have a yeah. Be beautiful, beautiful. Um, but that is it. Have yourselves a beautiful day. Stick around as we drop a little bit of a raid on on one of our friends. Obviously, if you stick around for the raid, you get extra sprinkles which you can spend on doing things like turning yourself into a mod, which Lotus did <laughs> on the stream last night. Uh, well, he only did it with seventy eight percent of the audiences back in. Twenty two percent were like, mm, not sure about this guy, but you know, he, he got there in the end. He got there in the end. I just said, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no uh, fuck no so yeah stick around for the raid get yourself some extra sprinkles and we will pass on some love to someone else until then though have yourselves a beautiful day until next time wait 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 Albert is that Albert Kadir Albert Kader I can't I'm trying to read it with the numbers but anyway thank you very much for the follow until next time stay, stay frosty, frosty.